Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I would say don't buy these beers. Uh, every time I drink one, it's worse and worse. <laughs> I think it's slowly uh, eroding my stomach lining. What's brewing, everybody? Oh, that was nice. I, that was not planned at all, but that was well done, gentlemen. Uh, this is the Bruins and Bruins podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins Diehards and Pride Diehards. Sorry, Oliver. It's been a tough, tough week or two. But uh, regardless, episode 37, the big one of season four. We should have cut all of our seasons off at episode 37 and just been like, see you next season. Uh, regardless, I'm Cam Hasbrook, Drew Johnson, Chris Gear. We got the whole squad here, and I've said regardless twice already, so now three times. I'm going to pass it on to somebody. I actually don't have a beer. In case this is your first time, it's Brews and Bruins. The Brews come first, then. And Cam's been fired. All right, Chris. <laughs> <what are> you... <laughs> That's also relatively common. I don't have beer. I got a. I got a soccer game coming up. So you got a Hannaford seltzer. I got a seltzer. Yeah, it's cranberry lime. It's good. Hannaford brand. Hannaford actually has some good. Yeah, dude, you can get a twelve pack of seltzer for like two dude, bucks. Their, like, their ginger ale is really good. Their ginger ale is really good. Period. But what you drinking over yeah. there, Drew? Mister Mister Big Boss Guy. I got the same thing I've had the past couple episodes: the Green State uh, Lager from Zero Gravity Brewing out in Vermont. Um, I've already given the re- ratings before, so I won't bother again, but I do recommend this beer. Very smooth. Feels really light, but there's a there's a nice taste to it. Only four four point nine percent. So you can have you can have a few. Recommend it if you see it at your local alcohol beverage store. Liquor store. <laughs> I was looking for it. Packy, right? Packy. I learned that term from the you, fucking buddy. Packy. Uh, Drew, by the way, I was thinking of you, buddy, because I saw uh, Portland's, there's a new, actually, it's right in East Bayside coming. There's a new completely gluten-free brewery being being started up there. So yeah, uh, they right finally, around the corner from you. They finally heard I live here. And um, <laughs> they're, like, so, they're like, let's go earn ourselves I that can't sponsorship. Wait. I can't wait to be at the ribbon cutting. And Oh, did it already open? No, I don't think so. I think okay. it's like, you know, under... Yeah, so I can't wait to be at the ribbon, the ribbon cutting. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be no, I'm actually looking forward to that because uh, there are some out there. I've never really found one local. There are some local breweries that will also brew uh, gluten-free beer, but nothing like dedicated to it in the area. So, as far as I know, we so, should uh, we should like go show up to the ribbon cutting and just like do a live podcast there without being invited. What's up? Like, right we'll do it like it's like a cutting. news broadcast. Yeah. Like I'll have a camera. And you'll be out there like in a suit, like just absolutely just interrupting whatever ceremonies they have going on. That would be a way to boost some relations, but. Chris, is that another spicy beer over there? Oh, I guess Drew, you gotta. Did you do your? No, I'm not numbers? rating it. I'm just recommending it. All right, 
This is the last. The final. Spicy beer. They've lasted a while, which to be fair, spicy beers probably should. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't been having that many beers. So uh, I think the last time I had a beer was on this podcast. Uh, and the last time I was on this podcast was like a couple weeks ago. So uh, Welcome back. really nice podcast. to just like have a beer. It feels feels good. Um, beer hockey what more could you want you know it feels good to have a beer you heard it here folks this is the (laughs) The uh, first mango ichile uh chilada from modello um i think this is like weirdly the worst of them um it like doesn't really taste like mango it just kind of I guess it's just like a little sweet and a little fruity. Um, and it makes your tummy feel bad. I would say don't buy these beers. Uh, every time I drink one, it's worse and worse. <laughs> I think it's slowly uh, eroding my stomach lining. It we got to like... do like a, we got to make a list and put it online somewhere. It's a Bruce at Bruins. Do not buy this beer list. Yeah. yeah. These guys don't like it. White pumpkin certainly. ale. Yeah. Spicy beer. Like the flavor of these beers is totally fine. It's just like. It doesn't taste spicy. It just like the spice hits you like in your esophagus mm. and not like a, it's not super spicy. It just feels like you got a little acid reflux. It's not great. It's a wonderful reveal. Well, it's uh, really clear. We're doing good. <laughs> yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, we are recording this second intermission of uh, currently three to two game against the, uh, Little Canadians de Montreal. Uh, shouts to our friend DF Pendritz in the building. Neutral. I think the only person that we know that could legitimately <laughs> claim, and I believe them as a neutral at that <laughs> at that game. I we're just gonna leave it there. I still don't. I get it. I, I get it. We, we've had it explained to us. They explained it to us. I still don't really get it. It's all right. Well, I I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Shouts DF. I won't shame anybody for liking the hockey teams that they like. That's that's what I'll say. It's it's confusing, but except for Leafs fans. Yeah, no, Leafs fans deserve the shame. Leafs fans. Drew, it's Drew the biggest Leafs fan I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably why that guy at the game came up to us, Drew, the Leafs fan from Saskatchewan. Yeah, he, heard. he probably knew he was like, oh, did that guy's we, one of us. Did we we mentioned Bruce and Bruins too, didn't didn't we? Well, I was so wearing the sweatshirt, so I think so, yeah. Maybe maybe he's out there. Maybe he's, maybe he's out there listening. Hey kid, if you're listening. <laughs> There's no way, dude. He was I hope out he's like alive. two hours before that I game. hope he made it no, home. No shot he did. He didn't make it to the train, let alone back to Saskatchewan, man. He probably didn't even make it to the game. Yeah. Um, was... Anyway, uh, um, yeah, what do we got? Host we were going to talk about the seventh player award, the most, the most important award besides the six ahead of him. Only the um, Vesna. Who do we? Yeah, it's I don't better. know. We talked a little bit about it, I think, like a month ago. Um, but let's let's kind of dive back in because one one at first, but well, when is it being announced? I feel like it's always like one of the one last of the games last, of the season. Last home game of the season, usually, or one of the last home games. Of the season. So he probably got a week, maybe something like that. Two weeks. When's the last home game of the season? Man, we're getting into April here almost. This is crazy. I kind of losing track of time, but. Whoa, time flies, man. Yeah. But you're having anyway, fun. We're, <laughs> we're coming in on it. Um, I know some earlier names that we threw around. I'm curious to see if it's changed since then. So right now, maybe you want to all start by giving our 
our top choice for the seventh player award, and then we can maybe throw in some honorable mentions, make an argument for those guys. All I need to look stuff. at all the nominees really quick, but yeah. I know I know throw, most throw of out them, the nominees because I, I need to get the full list. I think last time I threw out Trent Frederick, and I know Colin threw out Nick Foligno as like a potential guy. Um, I think you know, shouts to shouts oh, to Trent I, Frederick. I he's he's been okay. Uh, but kind of had like a little fall off. So I think he might be out of the running there. And then Felino's injury probably takes him out as well. So the, the list is Nick Felino, Trent Frederick, AJ Greer, Pavel Zaka, Connor Clifton, Brandon Carlo, and Derek Forbort. I know who I'm going with out of that. Uh, and I think anyone who knows me knows who I'm going with out of that. I do too. Uh, and I feel like I also Greer. know who, who, uh, Drew's going with, so maybe I'll just pick somebody else for, for good measure. So, uh, Chris, why don't you start us off by telling us why you believe Pavel Zaka should be the seventh player award winner? Pavel Zaka <laughs> is the second coming of David Krejci, and I think uh, he is going to be a big reason why the Bruins don't suck next year. Uh, and he's a big reason why the Bruins are excellent this year. Uh, I mean, dude's ripping it up. Uh, he's kind of found a spot in the lineup. I mean, he's up on that second line left wing. Um, but he still moves up and down when he needs to when when they're shaking up the lines and guy's just been on a on a tear. I I think he's I think he's really good. I think one of the one of the big one of the big things that Devils fans warned us against when we traded for him was uh yeah this guy he can't shoot at all. Like he's got all the skill in the world, but he can't shoot. Um, and I think early on we saw him miss a couple of wide open nets and we got that little, uh Oh feeling. Uh, and then he just started hitting shots. Uh, like a lot of them. Just <laughs> fucking screaming top corners past <clears throat> Connor Hellebuck. And uh, I mean, also dishing the puck out. Like he's a big reason why David Pasternak has almost 50 goals right now. Um Hell yeah. I mean, if you look at the underlying numbers, um, David Krejci hasn't been fantastic this year. I mean, he's been a good point producer, and I mean, he's he does a lot to make sure the Bruins have the puck, which is always good. And I mean, that's that's a huge benefit for Pasternak, but I think Pavel Zaka does a lot on that second line to make sure that the Bruins are scoring. That month of February was huge. He scored... So October nine games played one goal. November thirteen games two goals. December fourteen games two goals. January fourteen games four goals. February only ten games potted six and added two assists in that span. And then another three so far in March. So Sick. love to see it. <clears throat> if I hadn't seen him and David Krejci in the same building at the same time, it would make you it would make you ask some questions. But um, yeah. Yeah. I think realistically that I'm probably gonna toss my hat in the all seriousness in the Pablo's locker ring, but. Uh, while Drew mulls over his answer of Connor Clifton, I'm going to try to find somebody else as well. So, Drew, tell us about well, your vote for Connor. I'm going to say, like, <laughs> off the bat, I really think uh, Pavel Zaka will win it, and I would have voted for him, but I just voted for Connor Clifton uh, just because I want him to win it. Also, because Connor Clifton has stepped up this season. He, he was kind of that seventh defenseman guy, and he's carved out a starting role on the team. And... It's because the Jim Montgomery activate the D. That's exactly his style. He's a two-way guy. He's like a 
he's like a Matt Grizzlick or Tory Krug, but they had like has just like this chip on his shoulder and just isn't as like good, but it's like more feisty, you know, like the the Tory Krug helmetless hit. Imagine Connor Clifton doing that. He totally would. He totally would in the same situation. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, I mean that would be great, but realistically, I think Zaka. Uh, for a lot of people have talked about too. I mean, he's been great on the PK. He has and that is I mean, exceeded my expectations, <laughs> I suppose. Um, I mean, he's a, he's thirty steps ahead of John Moore, but uh, no, not my guy. Brandon Carlo, kind of similar situation. Really, just hasn't. I he, actually maybe taken a step back, in my opinion. Frederick Ooh, step hard forward. Disagree. Like, like in some regards, like, I don't know. I just Brandon Carlo has been one of the best defensive defensemen in the league. Defensively. Yeah. And, but he's all like, he's uh, maybe the stats have it supported, but he's always been strong defensively. He has. And no, he, he had a, he had a really bad defensive year a couple of years ago. I think he was struggling with some injuries. And then last year he kind of picked it up a little bit. And this year he's back to like yeah. when the Bruins were like, <clears throat> Oh, this is our Dennis Seidenberg. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, he's kind of, he's the fulcrum, right? Like he's there. He's that, that's his role on the defense. He's that, he's like just this defensive defenseman guy, but he hasn't like, he's not seventh player award worthy in my opinion. He hasn't like exceeded expectations that much. AJ Greer, other than Zaka is really the only guy I would see. Uh, I mean, Felino might as well, just for the different roles he's played, but. AJ Greer has been like fun to watch more yeah. than he's been good. Like mm-hmm. I think he's his biggest highlight reels are like goals he almost scored. Um and he plays a really good defensive game. I think he's just the, like a solid fourth liner. Um but aside from those couple goals he scored like in the beginning of the season hasn't really been an actual difference maker offensively. Um as much as he's been like kind of a guy where you go, wow, I didn't know he could make that move but didn't really amount to anything. He was the guy who came over with Zaka, right? Or no? Maybe. I don't know. He was a devil. Okay, maybe. He was he was drafted by Colorado and then went to the Devils. In my head, he was just a guy that like came up from the AHL. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean he probably was in Providence immediately after the Zaka Or maybe he wasn't involved at all. But either way, he came out of nowhere, and that's why I think it's like, huh, consideration. But Zaka's my answer. Cam, you've, you have you been mulling over? <clears throat> yeah, your, you know, I mentioned? actually am happy because you went through everybody except for the two guys that I was going to mention that I feel like Bruins fans might actually go for. So first of all, I can see – I feel like – I'm going to preface this by saying I feel like the seventh player award is like a, a big-time like dad award. Like I feel like a lot of dads are voting on a lot of like Western Mass and like New Hampshire dads, you know, like want to see like the the big tough Bruins leadership and all that good stuff. So I feel like the despite the injury, maybe even in, because of the injury, a little bit of pity mixed involved there. Uh, I feel like Nick Foligno might have a shot at winning this as a guy who I think a lot of players or a lot of people wanted off the team last year. Like we talked to. Tommy uh last week and, and Tommy was talking about how he you know wanted Felino gone last year and has been really impressed with him this season. I could see a lot of people kind of carrying that. Plus the you know, I think it's very obvious the leadership role he's had. I think people might consider that like even stepping in on the goalie hugs might win him a few votes. So 
I can see maybe Bruins fans like you know identifying with his playing style and the, and the leadership roles of doing it. I also could see them jumping on the Trent Frederick bandwagon because I mean the Bruins Bruins fans as a whole are usually pretty horned up about someone who likes to throw the body and fists around. He's doubled his goal total this year, only 16, which you know I think is is decent for somebody like him. But considering he had eight last season, that's a pretty good yeah. jump. He's got a couple more assists, but you know overall 10 more points. He's a plus 26 too. I know Bruins fans like to get a, a little little plus minus going up there um, with our our plus minus same Patrice Bergeron, of course. But um, that's more than doubled since last season as well. So statistically, the argument I think you can make is there and you know i like i said it's his playing style i think is a lot of what bruins fans for a fan voted award are looking for um but that being said i I do think it probably should be zaka i wouldn't be that surprised if it were somebody like frederick though Mm -hmm. yeah or felino i I think momentum is on the side of zaka here um just a, a little house cleaning uh AJ Greer was signed to a free agent contract um, and Pavel Zaka and hollow were straight up one for one. Um, and while I was uh, looking for this, I found a very interesting quote from Mark Recchi, who uh, obviously used to work for the devils and, and needs uh, to come on the a, podcast, won a Stanley cup with the Bruins um, uh, about Pavel Zaka. He said, he's a great kid. I mean, just a great kid and a great teammate as for him as a player well i think there's a ton of skill there once he can figure out how to use it on a consistent basis i mean talent wise donnie got a steal here talent wise he's way better than Halla, and he's got the skill just a big body when he uses that body he's hard to take the puck away from um i feel like that's weirdly candid for a guy in the hockey world to say like this guy is way better than this other, the other guy. guy yeah yeah <laughs> And, and like I mean, criticizing GMs to fact, I mean, I guess he technically praised on Sweeney, but like in the <laughs> process, like, yeah. Um, and I, I think uh, that was a little bit prescient because uh, I mean, he has unlocked, uh, he only had 36 points in 70 games last year. I mean, that's like fine. That's uh, half a yeah. point per game, but um, yeah, this, this year he's just been another level. Um, I, yeah. I, th- I think the great thing about that deal was that, the downside of Zaka is basically Hala, like what Hala was doing. And like he was like just so young and he, when he was drafted had all this potential that he really didn't come to in, in, uh, in New Jersey. But he is hitting that stride that I think when he was drafted, the Devils were hoping he could hit, you know. Um, so it's great to see he's doing that with Boston. Sorry, Devils fans. I guess I don't really, I don't know. I don't really, the, the Devils are a team that like, I don't really feel any sympathy towards, but I also don't have like an issue necessarily with them. So I just like, I, I have a little <laughs> bit of an issue with them just because they are in New Jersey. However, mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. respect that they're the one franchise that does admit they're in New Jersey. At least they're honest about it. Um, and we had, we had that one crossover episode with the Devils pod and THPN and, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He still retweets all our stuff. The yeah. Devil's State of Mind or the Devil, yeah, the Devil's State yeah, of Mind. The we, Neil Villapiano. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, That's our guy. He's the Devil's Advocate, right? Is this app <laughs> or something? No, I think that was the name that of was the, our another podcast? podcast episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, I thought it, oh, yeah, that, that we had him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of having it on, do you have any money on the biggest tournament in college basketball, which is underway? 
And the action is actually just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame moneyline bet and score $150 in free bonus bets if your team wins, plus combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with promo code THPM. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. That's THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Nice. You guys, uh, you guys done any tournament watching? I know. Uh, I know yeah, the uh, and, uh, college hockey tournament. Right? A? No? Yeah, um, B, baby. I was proud of my Maryland Terrapins. Uh, Falling to the number one team in the country, who we won't mention because, you know, um, storylines there. <laughs> look, look it up if you've got the internet. Um, but I am actually headed, we'll have to get a Bruising News uh, or Bruising Burn scouting report. Maybe we'll work it into a special edition Bruising News. Let's we'll reach out to Sean. But uh, we're headed to, heading to Manchester, New Hampshire this weekend for the uh, Manchester regional final between uh, Cornell and BU, it's going to be after couple games today so nice yeah my uh my san diego state aztecs are uh in the sweet 16 um they get kind of i was rooting for them they they got kind of an easier path because they i think it was the what Furman upset was next to them Mm -hmm. um that was that was probably the most fun game of the tournament the Furman uh virginia game yeah i mean the Fairly Dickinson one was pretty fun as well. Um, yeah, that one I, was just so bizarre because of the situation of like they didn't even win their conference. Merrimack did and just wasn't yeah. allowed to go. So it's and not only was it like the 16 seed beating the one seed, but it was the 16 seed beating the one seed, and they weren't. Sorry, even that was to Purdue, not Virginia. I was getting my uh, <laughs> my upset teams mixed up. Virginia was the one who lost to UMBC uh, a few yeah. years ago, and then they lost to Furman this year. Shouts yeah. to them. Um, <laughs> Tough, they tough time. Wait, did they win a natty in between that, or am I making that? They up? did. They won the next did, year. Right? <laughs> I feel like that didn't really. I don't know. Does that make up for it? I guess for Virginia. Well, fans, that's the thing. Because so when when Villanova beat UNC on that dagger final shot in 2016, uh, I was just like, oh, this is the end of UNC as a basketball. Like I didn't actually believe that. I was just like, you know, the, this is the yeah like most demoralizing thing that can happen to a program. And then they won a national championship next year and like nothing matters. Yeah. Um, That's kind of the grand theme of sports is that nothing matters. Speaking (laughs) of Villanova, uh, not in the men's tournament, but they have like one of the greatest college players in the history of women's basketball on their women's team, uh, Maddie Segrist, who broke like a ton of collegiate records this year uh, and is projected to be like a top five pick in the WNBA draft. They're a four seed, um, and I'm hoping they make a deep run. I don't. I, I in my women's bracket, I have them losing to I think South Carolina because I'm yeah I'm not silly. <laughs> that shit's crazy. I was on five thirty eights. They have like the odds tables and stuff, and they just had South Carolina with like a sixty four percent chance to just win the <laughs> national championship before the sixty four team tournament started. I was like, oh my god, this is so dumb. Like. It's just crazy. It's just it shows you the dominance. Yeah, I, I think the 
the Bruins are the highest odds I've seen in the modern era for like a team to win the Stanley Cup, and that's like what a sixteen-team tournament of like yeah. seven-game series. Yeah, and that <laughs> you got a team in a sixty-four-team tournament, single elimination, winner takes all. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely insane. A tournament that's designed to screw over teams essentially that are good. And they're still just that, yeah. Um, also, though, shouts to uh, our Maryland women's team as well. Two seed, not to one-up you. Uh, taking on Notre Dame. That's going to be a good 2-3 matchup later, uh, this, I think Saturday. So, yeah, shout out my Turks as well. But, um, yeah, Anything, any other hockey stuff? I've been checking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, got a, I got a couple things here. Um, so, oh, I God. just searched uh, hashtag NHL Bruins and uh, just thought I'd read some tweets that came up. <laughs> All, right. React, <laughs> All right. So, Drew is now fired. Uh, we're gonna hey, so, <laughs> well, I mean, shop here, but... we, should, we should do some more, some more house cleaning. I mean, obviously, the pride lost. Uh, that sucked. That was two game sweep at the hands of. Uh, I, w- I would call them the rival uh, white caps now. I think That's, at this point, yeah. Mm-hmm. They face each other every playoffs and have a, you know, some pretty, I wouldn't say animosity. I would just say like healthy respect for one another. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm already, I, I'm long past sick of watching Amanda Levier uh, just stonewall the Boston Pride, but, you know. Uh, good for her. She's fun. Um, Suck to see uh, two dominant players for the Pride, who uh, top two contenders for the MVP of the league. Uh, I guess not really play as well as they had been playing uh, in the regular season. Uh, Lauren Gable, I mean, she scored, so cool. But you know, it's uh, tough to see Kareem Schroeder who basically didn't give up a goal all season uh give up a bunch of goals to the white caps but interested to see who wins the mvp that's a fun conversation for later i guess <laughs> I, uh, no we'll have to have Oliver back on to do a recap when when cam removed me uh from the from the stream or whatever um it like broke my like computer somehow like it just like everything <laughs> now i'm the asshole you know yeah. I, <laughs> I get fired every week but it's fine and i, was like, I, don't, once. <laughs> I was like i don't know what to do here so uh here i am rocky like a hurricane on my phone yep um, and <clears throat> 13 minutes left in the bruins habs game still up three two so by the time you're listening to this the bruins have won seven to two that's exactly what I was going to say. That's so that's great. Both manifested. Uh, Till next time. Chris is going to have to zoom in from the hospital when the thing gives him ulcers from drinking too many spicy Hell beers, yeah. But <laughs> that'll be a good episode. Be some fresh content. <laughs> Follow us on the things at Bruce and Burns. Email us at Bruce and Burns at gmail.com. Check out our website, BruceandBurns.com. 